and welcome to the APL Teen Podcast, a podcast about teens sharing thoughts, ideas, hobbies, and what it's like to be a teen today. Today's episode will be hosted by me, Vanessa, Adon, and Victoria. This episode will be a bit different because we will be covering an unsolved case about the Cecil Hotel. Um, a warning, there will be mentions of death, a missing person, and creepy or abnormal activity in this episode. This is our 10th recording. I hope you enjoy it. So this first segment is going to be about just the overview of the case. And Adon, do you want to talk about it? What's strange about the uh, what's strange about this case is how she disappeared and the, under circumstances she was found. So basically, in this case, we'll be talking about how different theories. Yeah, we're going to be talking about like we're basically going to be discussing the case. Okay, so. The brief overview of it is that, so the Cecil Hotel has already been kind of infamous and already had a bad reputation because a person, uh, the Night Stalker uh, named Richard Ramirez had stayed at the Cecil Hotel and the Cecil Hotel was also um, in Skid Row. So Skid Row is like a place in LA where there's a lot of like sketchy, like homeless area. So people like, it was already under like a bad reputation and it's also known that many people committed suicide in that hotel. So there was like a lot of paranormal and like ghost suspicions there about that already. And so about Elisa Lam herself, she was a college student and I think she was 21, I'm not sure, but she had already had like bipolar disorder and depression. And it's believed that she did not take her mental illness medications while she was in LA. So a lot of people think that that's like part of the reason why she was acting suspicious, like the way she was. And also in the hotel, she was already acting like very suspicious. Like you can look from the footage, like in the elevator scene, you can tell she's very, like it didn't look like she was like really knew where she was going. And um, it said in like one of the videos I watched, it was like, she wrote notes on like sticky notes and left on her roommate's bed saying like, get out. And she was with, she was put into a room with her roommates originally, but because she was acting really strange, she was like put into a different room like by herself. So that's like kind of weird. and. The way she was found in the water tank was that it was um, 19 days after she was first reported missing and she was found naked, floating face up with her clothes like at the bottom of the tank. And so that's a kind of, <laughs> I don't know how, honestly, I feel like Elisa Lam, if you look at her, she's a very like, she doesn't look like, like a strong, like big person at all. Like she looks very, skinny and I guess kind of small frail so I don't know how she could have like opened the tank and like got inside and like then again like took off her clothes while she was in the tank it's I don't know this whole thing was just kind of suspicious that's like a lot of things where while I was was researching the thing I was like wondering like how she even got up to the roof in the first place because like the hotel apparently said that Basically, they had like a security system that would sound if anybody tried to open the door. And apparently they said that it was working. Why didn't like alert anybody that she went through that doorway? And they said that it's you can either get to the top of the hotel from that way or the fire escape. But she should have been noticed somehow unless somebody had like access to the door helped her or kind of influenced her to go up there 
and they're degenerative. So because of like her mental illness, bipolar disease, they said that they could have switched her medication and basically like kind of drugged her to try to like make her more of an easier person to manipulate. Yes, that's like kind of scary because I also saw it said like the tank, like if she were to get into things, she would have to climb a 10 foot ladder to get into it. So like if she was already like very spatially unaware, like I feel like if she were to climb that ladder, like like she like she would not have made it inside and she probably wouldn't have strong enough to open the tank and just like get in like I, I don't know this this entire thing it's just I feel like one of the theories that people like had was that she was talking to the ghost of Richard Ramirez who was the night stalker because he was there and so I was like okay that's that's crazy I don't know maybe it's because she was on like not on her meds or something that's why she was hallucinating but I also think that she like I honestly feel like the hotel has something to do with it. I don't know. And something that also kind of interested me that was like the reason, the re- the way people found out that she was like, like her body was found in the first place was because the people staying at the hotel were drinking the water and bathing with it and like washing their hands with it. And they realized that it was like dirty and it was like black and like, that's kind of gross. That's like kind of what led them to go up there. And like, it's weird. Because what another thing that was said, like how this case was ruled, it was ruled an unfortunate accident. Some suicidal tendencies while at the hotel. And basically, they said that she did all of this essentially to like end her life. They ruled it as basically accidental drowning. Yeah, I but I agree with you. Like I know I heard one of like the really big theories was that she committed suicide. And that does like kind of connect because of her bipolar disorder, her depression, her anxiety, stuff like that. So that's why in a way people were saying that she decided to commit suicide. But I don't know. I don't feel I feel like it wasn't as simple as just well, I'm not saying suicide is simple, but I don't know. Why would she do it there and like why would she do it in this hotel in a water tank? Like she could have done something else. I don't know. It also said that part of the video footage that you saw her like acting suspicious, like 50 seconds of it was like erased. Like, so we don't know what happened within those 50 seconds. We don't know what she did. And like, maybe somebody was there and they like erased the footage. But I feel like, um, like you guys said, like if it was like a suicide, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I still don't know how she would like, go up there like how she was able to like go up there and like just open the tank and do that because it like the tank was like if you look at it like you could tell it's like looks very heavy and it was like she didn't look like a very like big like person that could do that so I don't know I feel like I, I it was just it kind of scares me because like I feel really bad for like her family and like the people there because they were probably like there's like like I know at the end of like the Netflix documentary, they blame the reason for this whole thing on her. Uh, they blamed it on her bipolar just like disorder. And so I was like, that's just like a cheap way like to do it, right? Like they just blamed on that. And I'm like, that's like, I feel like I that's like just like the easy way to put it. And like, they just didn't want to like look at the case anymore. But and, like, she deserves like to like more than that. Events like activity that happened at that hotel, it was at least, like it could at least roll in something like foul play because like her body was found 19 days later so like 
technically like the drug, like a roofie drug stays in somebody's body for at least 24 hours. So like by the time that they did that autopsy that said that basically her body didn't have any signs of like drugs in them, it could have been out of her system by then. I don't know how exactly like, drugs get to dispose of. I would imagine to be out of her system by then. She was just like a whole 19 days later. And then like, they just- And I also like, feel like, like why would they target her? Like, I don't know. I don't know if there was like a reason why. And I now that I think about it, I was like, what if like the roommates had something to do with it? Like, <laughs> I don't know, because she stayed there with roommates and they said she was acting weird. I don't know if that has to do with anything, but then I'm like, so if it like, I'm pretty sure I think myself, like, I don't think it was a suicide. I think it was a, like, it was planned, but then I'm like, why would they target her? You know, like I, that's what I'm a little bit kind of suspicious about. Like, I don't know if she, Maybe I didn't do enough research about it, but I feel like she was just like an ordinary like college student. Yeah, she had like bipolar disorder, but I feel like it's not a reason to target someone and like kill them. You know what I mean? That's why I think it comes up that people are saying that she was talking to someone in the elevator or in the elevator, she saw something that she wasn't supposed to see. And so because like in the elevator, people are saying like her hands were moving, her hands were like gesturing or waving around, meaning that someone else could have been in there. And then she kept repeatedly like looking back out of the elevator to see if someone was following her. So I feel like somebody was in that elevator with her or something happened in the elevator, which led to the cause of like her murder or like one of the theories that it connects to that theory apparently they had searched it i'm not actually i don't know if they had searched the roof but i feel like they did like they brought like these how you guys were saying like they brought like hound dogs to basically start sniffing everything and they had reports of like checking they were like basically going through the whole hotel they're looking at every room every closet anywhere that anybody could be could be able to hide the body and then like one of the reasons that they called their detective agent like their detective team kind of shrunk from like i think it was like 18 members to like four is because like at the time another event happened like somebody called the police killer was going around and started to threaten like other los angeles police department she wasn't in the wire team the entire time like, what if somebody moved her in there just recently? And that's why they started getting reports. Because, like, she could have been hidden somewhere else. And then when the police basically were, they're off on the police killer's case. And they're trying to capture him from harming anybody. That person could have had enough time to, like, go up there and then basically, what's it called? Um, hide her in the body. And that's why they, they can explain why nobody saw her like what the alarms didn't go off because maybe she didn't actually go up there maybe somebody took her up there oh well, i didn't i didn't think of that yeah that could be true like i don't know i just really think that the theory that i believe the most is that the hotel the staff of the hotel definitely has to has something to do with her murder that's what or like has to do something with this that's what i think because it's like the question a lot of people ask like why didn't the hotel do do more after being aware of this like entire case? Like the manager was like, oh, this is this is kind of normal. We've housed a lot of weird people, you know? So, and so that's kind of suspicious. Like your hotel literally has an unsolved case. Like you should be doing something about it. So I think they're trying to like cover it up for something that they did. Yeah, I know. I know in one of the videos I watched, 
the manager was talking about the Cecil Hotel and she was saying like, oh, this hotel is so like good. Like not like it's not like she kept like defending the hotel and she kept defending herself. And I was like, that's very suspicious because like, I don't know. And I just feel like the hotel itself has already had a really bad reputation. So it just seemed like super out of place. And I don't know if it was just like right time, like wrong time, like bad timing that all of these cases like happened either. Cause I know that the Cecil Hotel, like not only did Richard Ramirez was there, um, I don't know if you guys know the case of Black Dahlia, like Black Dahlia was last found near the Cecil Hotel. So that's like really, really, <laughs> really weird. And I don't know. And so the hotel itself was already bad. And I feel like a theory that people think is like, she was like possessed by like a ghost or something. And so that's what led her to do all this stuff. And since she was already on like, not on like her pills. And so it just made her act a lot weirder. So I, I don't know, it's just, this whole thing is just not right. Yeah, there, there's a lot of theories. So that's why it's weird. But I know like, um, back to like, when it was mentioned that she, she, um, she might have not have been alone in the elevator. People are saying like um, somebody was threatening her. You know, she already wasn't taking pills. Why wasn't she taking her pills? Maybe it connects to the fact that this person, this maybe there was someone at the hotel that was following her. Maybe there was someone in the hotel that was after her for some reason. And so that's why they were threatening her. She stopped taking her pills because of some kind of threat. Maybe she was like a target for some reason. We don't know why, but like, that's another theory. Like maybe she was a target for something. She tried to run away to this hotel, but she ended up being followed. She stopped taking her pills. And then it could have been suicide from this because she was a target. She could have suicide because she's like, I just want it all to end. Or maybe it was because she was murdered from that person that might have followed her. Like that's another theory. Like she was in danger and she tried to escape, but then they followed her and caught up with her. And like, that's entire, maybe the uh, staff of the hotel was behind that entire target thing for her. What's weird about this whole thing is that they, the reason, one of the reasons they think it's suicide is because like they didn't have like enough forensic evidence to like look like there was other DNA, like to show like, it was basically open. I was wondering, like, how could somebody do that? You, we really all know, like, what happened. All we can do is just make assumptions based on, like, what we found out and what we know so far. It could have been suicide. It could have been an abduction. It could have been a murder. It could have really been anything for that matter, depending on what actually happened. All we know is that she was missing for a period of 19 days. And between those 19 days, the floor that she was moved on to, basically that floor only had like a, one camp, like had no cameras, basically. The only camera that you could see from there was because of the elevator camera. So like, it's really weird how, because of like all of the events that happened there at the hotel, there was like no cameras on that floor. So like, I don't know, because she was moved there as a private room, like she was moved there after. Because the version shields are for a roommate. So, like, I don't know if that was just coincidence or maybe it was intentional. It's really, I don't know, it's just scary. Yeah, I have like a few questions about that. Cause you know how this hotel was already really like under a lot of like bad reputation. I'm surprised they don't have more cameras around the hotel, like looking for like suspicious activity, you know? Like, I feel like they would be more cautious, like knowing like there are a lot of bad things that already happened there. Like they said that it was reported that a lot of people committed suicide 
off of the Cecil Hotel. So I'm like, well, if I was the hotel manager, I would be putting cameras more so that like, if I see somebody doing something suspicious, it looked like I could like try to stop them. I can like make sure that nothing bad happens, right? But then they just didn't, they just didn't have any cameras. So it's like they were, I guess they were like, um, I don't wanna say encouraging it, but just they were just kind of ignoring the fact that all of this was happening. And also another question that I kind of have is like, you know how if like she got into the tank and like she had gone to the roof somehow, why couldn't they like look at the fingerprints like on the tank, you know, like how it could have been opened or I feel they could have looked at the fingerprints on the door that led to the roof. I don't know if they did, but I feel like that would have been a big like part of it. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like that's why I feel like a lot of people are saying the law enforcement and the and the hotel staff, they were behind this entire thing. They're trying to cover it up somehow for something that they did, or maybe they're being threatened to cover up something. Maybe they're like being paid to like, hey, don't say anything about this. Hey, don't make sure that they don't discover this and that cover it up for us or something like that. So I feel like that that's a really big possibility. And just that entire thing like of why they, like there are so many more ways to, like why did they take out the cameras like there's there's so many fingers pointing to the to the reason to the main reason that the law enforcement and the staff of the hotel is like behind this entire thing. I know, like that's the thing that's weird about this whole case. Like, even like if there wasn't like fingerprints of anybody else, there should at least be fingerprints. Like if they're saying that she moved on her own, where are her fingerprints? Like. She wouldn't like remove her own fingerprints. She's like gonna go. If they're saying that it's gonna be a suicide attempt, then she's not gonna care about evidence. She's trying. That would mean that she would be like she's basically intentionally like wanting to end her own life. She wouldn't care about like what's it called. Um, basically like ending her life. And this whole trip, like she was like on a trip just to see, basically California. She basically started this. She was talking about this trip on her Tumblr, posting about like what she'd do. She said she described the hotel as arriving at La La Land. Like she didn't really see this to be like she didn't like go into this like with like attentions or at least not showing attentions like wanting to end her life. She was basically going into it as wanting to explore more. Like it was from here, she was basically supposed to go to. I'm not sh exactly sure where. I'm not sure if it's Santa Monica. I could be wrong, but she was basically going down California. Because she's like a student from Canada and she was just, she always said that she wanted to go explore more, to see more, like she's basically trying to discover herself. She's a 21 year old. She's like, and like I've seen that, she just seems to be like so honest in her posts, getting to see a glimpse into her life, like wanting to like who she is and like you can kind of like get to know her through that and like I read some of her things she didn't really post anything that was like that would give off anything like she was suicidal which is like really weird yeah and it's the fact that like her her family like um her family knew about her like these mental illnesses she had and like people are saying like um they knew about it but they were confident that she was recovering well from her mental illnesses she was able to she had good control of it and that's why I would say that they trusted her a lot to go on her go on a trip by herself with her pills trusting her that she will be okay with her mental illnesses so that's why I feel like there's 
why did she stop taking the pills and stuff like that? It's really weird because like Adon says she her posts were honest. It didn't look any her posts weren't sketchy. It didn't look like she was accused or targeted of anything. So what did she do wrong? Like there's the question like what did she do wrong or like what did she see or why what happened that like why did it happen to her? Like why did it happen to her? And like it also brings up the fact that like maybe Alisa's case like this hotel if the hotel really was behind it, then maybe there are a lot of other people who lived in the hotel that also were murdered or they were thrown into water tanks, but they got away with it. And now Elisa's is the one that actually brought up the attention that what is this hotel up to? A part of the reason why there were so many, like it was like such a high suicide rate at that hotel specifically, could be part of the reason why, you know, how like, a lot of suspicious activity was happening. Maybe the hotel was behind it. And maybe they did a lot of bad stuff to other residents at the hotel. And it just caused them to kill themselves instead of like, actually like this entire like thing happened. And I don't really like, I just, I feel like the hotel itself, I don't know if it's still running or not. I'm not sure, but I feel like there was like a lot of like things that happened there and I think it was already like a pretty like large red flag that a serial killer stayed there for like a week already like I feel like if that was me I would not have booked that hotel so I don't I don't know it was just crazy and another thing that I was gonna say is like in the elevator footage if you guys like watched it you'll notice that at the left corner it's just like, it's like a blind spot. You know, there's a camera, so there's always like a blind spot that you can't see. I feel like maybe there was something there that she saw, like there could have been like a note or like maybe there was somebody there or like maybe there was something playing there that she heard that made her scared, but like we couldn't see it because it was part, it was on the hotels, like the camera's like blind spot. So maybe that could have been part of it. I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. There are a lot of like, um, I think something, because at the elevator the elevator um clip is like the main piece of evidence that sparked up this entire thing because the elevator a piece of evidence could have led to a lot of answers but the fact that it was edited the fact that there's like a blind spot the fact that they took out so many cameras like they're definitely hiding something that Alisa saw that's like I don't know like like hearing like all of that, it's honestly like, it just makes you think like Lavanna's just like why would somebody target her? Like it's just she was just like a college university student who was just going out to explore new places and meet new people. Those were her intentions. Maybe along the way she met some Billy who had other intentions with her. Her case basically like resembles like. A similar movie. I don't remember what the movie is called, but if you search it online, Eliza Lamb and then connections to a movie, you could probably find it. But basically, the movie's plot is similar to how the character, how, how to the character, how to one of the people in the movie were found dead. They were found in the water tank on top of an apartment complex. They're also in there naked. And some, some people think that. The person was trying to recreate the scene. And <laughs> that's like, um, I don't know, like people are just scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like maybe 
I don't, maybe there's more to Alisa Lam that we don't know. Like if there was such a bad reputation around this hotel, why did she go there? Like, why didn't she choose a safer spot around that area? Like, I don't know about you, but when looking for hotels, I think it's important to read the reviews to maybe like see, like, is this trustworthy? Do people like it here? Like, you need to know the awareness of the of the hotel. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was cheaper. Maybe that's why she decided to go. But at the same time, like, I think it's really important. Like, why does she specifically choose this like did she know what she was getting herself into maybe she didn't know what she was getting herself into like is there more to Elisa Lam that we don't know is, is there something along the way that happened to her like what that's like I think a really big like not plot hole but a really big like question there are like two there's like two theories for me so the first one for me would be like she probably saw something very sketchy while going up the elevator of the hotel that she wasn't supposed to see and they managed to catch her on tape like her seeing what she wasn't supposed to see so they're like so then they told her like to like they just decided to kill her like that's one of mine but another one I think is like I feel like her roommates had something to do with it I don't know I feel like they would be the only ones that would have something against her because she was just another regular resident at the hotel like I don't know why anybody at the hotel would have anything against her and but like I feel like her roommates would have been the only ones who kind of knew her that well and would have had something against her so unless they were like crazy before and they kind of like lured her to the hotel in some way I don't know maybe they did that but I other than that I feel like she definitely was it was not a suicide in my opinion Wait, do you know her roommate? Like, do you know who her roommate is? Do we know anything about the roommate at all? Or is the roommate just like anonymous? Like, we don't know. I I don't think I researched that far. I feel like it, they, they talk about her in the documentary on Netflix. But I didn't have time to watch it. But I feel like um, I could like search it up and see because, but for now, I feel like that's just from what we have. I feel like it would be the roommate. Um, Maybe was I'm not sure if the roommate was somebody she knew, but the hotel was a lot of people did not know this. It's like the hotel was like basically like an apartment stay hotel, which basically just means like it was for people who could stay there longer. Basically people couldn't like go to lease out um apartments because of their criminal background. And also for people who had this criminal background, but also don't want to be found, because you can basically like continue to pay, but you can leave at any time without anyone knowing. Maybe like her roommate was one of those people, but I'm not sure if it's actually like somebody she knew. But like, I'm just saying like, that could be a reason, because like that's how a lot of people like. I feel like that's how a lot of things like happen there because of that, because of all the basically because of his name. <laughs> I know that she was from Canada, but I'm assuming if she was from Canada, she probably flew on a plane to California. I'm assuming, I don't know, some people would drive from Canada to California, but like, I'm assuming if she was from Canada and she drove, like she probably flew a plane down to California. So a factor in saying if it was a murder or a suicide is if she bought a ticket back to Canada. But I don't know if like, I, I don't know if people like went that deep into investigation, but 
to know, I feel like a factor, a big factor in knowing if it was a suicide or if it was murder is if she bought a plane ticket back to Canada and she planned on coming back. But if she did it, then maybe there was, maybe it was a suicide and maybe she, she did it on purpose. But I, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know if they researched that deep into it, but I feel like that would have been a pretty important factor. That could be a way for them to like basically also leave under the shit because she already paid for the thing. They just need to take it from her. It's just like insane to like even think of that because like also like one of the things like why is she even if it was cheaper like would you really want to go to a hotel like that had that much kind of activity like I watched like some TikTok like a while ago like they said like there's hidden cameras and like hotels like everywhere it's like you can find some and it's scary to think of that and then there's like one way like two way mirrors where basically like a person can like see you from their side but you can't see them and like video like people recording you it's just like it's scary to even think of that so like even if it might have been cheaper i don't know like i wouldn't like want to go to a hotel like had that much criminal activity to be scared like in general i feel like this was just like a tragedy more than anything because she was probably like you said like she was probably she was only 21 and she was probably trying to explore like just like go on vacation and like this ended up happening and even if it was like a suicide or if it was a homicide like either way it was just a tragedy in general and we don't know we still don't know what happened to her and I'm kind of upset about that because like I feel like it was this case itself I feel like it shouldn't I don't want to say it shouldn't be hard to like this, like un, like solve it because I don't like I don't want to like um, invalidate like detective work, but I'm saying like there are a lot of there are a lot of factors that could play into like knowing what what happened in the end or not. That it was like there has to be some type of covering up like somewhere along. A lot of it just doesn't add up and it doesn't really make sense in my opinion. Yeah, that's why I feel like the stuff about these cases is like the only answer you can get is from the person, but the person is dead. So it's so frustrating with these unsolved cases because there's so many like questions that can be answered. So, so many, everything can literally be solved, but we but we don't know. That's why it's so sad. Like all these questions roam around. It's like the same thing with unsolved. That's why all these theories come up. Like, right, Amelia Earhart? Like there are so many theories, but there's only one person that we can ask about it and they know the answer. And that is Amelia Earhart. But She's dead. So that's the entire thing that frustrates me about these unsolved cases. It's so cool to bring up the theories, but at the same time, like, it's like, if only we knew more information or like, that's like Vanessa said, like, I wish it's, it's really sad. It's really tragic like that. If we could like only, I don't know, like, I wonder if it would make a difference to like have like those cameras. Like, I feel like they could probably, you'd probably be able to see like more, like if they just had like that. Like more security but uh they had like more things they basically tried to prevent this to, from events like this to happen if they had that maybe she'd be found alive maybe she'd be still here with us it's just like honestly pretty sad to even think of that okay so like before we like wrap up i just have like a question like this is for you guys like um well actually it's kind of like two questions but um one do you think she was murdered or do you think it was suicide and two who do you think like did it so i'll answer first i think 
it was a murder and I think maybe the roommate did it. I think it, I think it was a murder and I think that the person on the elevator did it or the person or like um yeah I think it was the person on the elevator or definitely somebody on the staff I mean the roommate is like a good spooky reason but I'm not I'm not, I don't really know there's not enough evidence it's not enough fingers pointing to that but to me it's mainly the staff or the person on the elevator which could have been someone on staff I think she was murdered I think it was the ghost uh the night stop I'm just kidding please don't haunt me ghost I don't want to be haunted I'm sorry um well I think that she's actually I think she was murdered and I don't know who's say like, like there's a whole bunch of people but I definitely feel like it was somebody who was watching her for like like this was def I feel like this was definitely planned. I feel like it was definitely planned in some shape or form. The only thing that happened was like it got publicized. Um, so like I feel like thing about unsolved cases is like obviously it's not like solved. So there's like a lot of like unanswered questions and like you don't know what happened. I feel like to me that's like very unsatisfying because it's like it's so open ended and like you don't you don't really know what happened but I feel like it's also really interesting because you can like make up your own theories and think like this could have happened or this could have came into play and like and so I feel like with me unsolved cases they're interesting but I I don't like okay obviously I would hate to be part of one like (laughs) I would hate to be part of any case it was unsolved or solved but I'm just saying like I feel like to be involved in like a case like that especially if you were the one investigating it would be so frustrating because especially if people were like covering things up like i Feel like that would just make it so much worse like i'd be it um for me it'd be like part of an unsolved mystery like i don't know i guess i'd feel bad mostly for like my family because like they wouldn't know like what happened to me i'd be scared in those moments but like, by then i'm gonna be dead <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm not gonna be alive to even suffer the consequences of, like feeling the remorse or like I don't know if anything were to happen like that, I would at least hope that my body were to be found. I don't know. I feel like it gives people at least it may not be like the end that they wanted, but at least it, at least be a little bit at peace because then they can bury your family can like bury you and say your their final goodbyes. Yeah. Okay. So for me, like unsolved cases, like sometimes they creep me out. Oh, of course, because they are creepy, right? But like sometimes like researching it like I was really scared to research this entire case because it like spooks me it gives me I get nightmares very easily like any horror movie not even horror but anything scary anything bloody I will get nightmares about it but this case like and and it's not that with unsolved cases it's not like the thing in movies like in movies when there's like a case going around or there's like somebody's on the run from murder like sometimes that person holds guilt with them sometimes that person holds like oh my god my life is so screwed up now I've just committed I just committed homicide like I just murdered someone like oh my god now I'm on the run I'm such a bad person right but it shows that maybe in the real life like the people behind Elisa's lamp they could still be out there in the world like they could still be on the run and they're carrying the fact that I was part of this unsolved case but maybe they don't feel any remorse they don't feel any guilt or anything because there's like bad people out there so these unsolved cases it opens it's not only good it's not only fun to like come up with theories to discuss about it with people but it can go a lot deeper into that with like um feelings and like how and just analyzing people's minds and brains 
you just talking about how there were like maybe Lisa Lamb's like killers were still on the run, like the Zodiac killer. Oh gosh. Okay, so <laughs> I followed that case for a while, and I hope the Zodiac killer is not alive. The thing about the Zodiac killer was interesting to me was that he gave the police all the clues. Like he gave everybody the clues. He really like he exposed his voice. He exposed his handwriting, and nobody caught him. And so I don't know if the police were just, just didn't care about it or the Zodiac Killer was just extremely smart. Yeah, but another thing about the unsolved cases I feel like is really sad in a way is like the person never gets justice, like their true story never gets told. And so I feel really like bad about that. And I feel like that's why when people cover it, I feel like at least it like spreads more awareness to people. And so people know like what's like really happening out there and like the possibilities of this happening. Yeah, it's important to just always stay careful. And with cases like the Zodiac Killer, like sometimes it makes me think like who, even like if the Zodiac Killer, there were a group, like what is their origin? Like I know it's getting, I'm getting way too like cinematic about this and pretending it's like a movie when it's actually real life. But you know, sometimes like those, all those villains always have a backstory behind them. Like they always have, whether it's good or bad, they always have a backstory. So, so this Zodiac Killer, it's probably I have a feeling that the Zodiac Killer is like the one I believe is he is extremely oh, whoever they are the Zodiac Killer is extremely smart they like you said they put all the clues out like it's right um they put all the clues out right like maybe the Zodiac Killer like as when they were younger they were like a genius a prodigy but they grew up and became something like that murders people you know like the Zodiac Killer like they're they all have different backstories they all have like different villain arcs whatever if you want to say it like that but I just that's something really intriguing to me like what is the backstory behind all of this you know that's why unsolved cases it makes you think a lot I know it's like honestly like these unsolved mysteries like I really hope I never have to ever be a part of them because like they're terrifying like imagine like the Zodiac re-emerging, I don't, I don't even want to imagine that. <laughs> it's truly, I don't know what to say, like how you even live with that. Like especially the, I forget what it's called, I think it's the Golden Coast Killer or the Golden Gate Killer, the Golden State Killer. Thank you. Um, he was a police officer and he was just barely like recently caught which is like honestly insane like how he basically did all of that and still did his job as police officer humans are just like oh my goodness not all of us are bad but like <laughs> some of us are really scary and with that we have come to an end there with our podcast We'd like to thank you for joining us today. We will continue to speak about local and global issues we are concerned about. Stay tuned. You can also find local teens sharing essays, stories, book reviews, and more on the APL Teen blog at Anaheim Public Library Teens.